Yeah. Okay. Ooh, you are loud. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is Adam Huber and Shelly Gaddis with Marketing Monday, and we have Beth Peterson in the house today. Thank you. Uh, so real quick for anybody who doesn't know what Marketing Monday is, we, Shelly and I, used to be a part of a place called The Bakery, and they used to have this little event every Monday called Marketing Monday where people would get together at a little bit of a round table and bring any marketing issues that they have or questions and everyone would be able to pitch in their two cents. Shelly and I wanted to uh, do something with the small business and entrepreneurship um, group in Sioux Falls and we decided that one of the best ways to go about that was to do Marketing Monday again with a little bit of a twist which is live stream it on Facebook and record it and have people come in that have marketing problems or questions and then we just kind of give our two cents and um, answer any questions that we might get from Facebook itself. So without further ado, Beth, cool. what do you do? Yeah, th uh, thanks for, for having me here today too. Um, so I am a uh, massage therapist, licensed massage therapist here in Sioux Falls. And I do, I run a specialty uh, massage business. So I do what's called Thai massage, which is basically stretch therapy, um, kind of like passive or lazy yoga. So I help people kind of lead a more um, active lifestyle, help them kind of maintain that active lifestyle by helping them keep, stay out of pain, um, help them increase their range of motion, and over overall just kind of reconnect the mind-body connection um, to, to keep them feeling good. Yeah, and yeah. I've actually visited your establishment. And As have I. <laughs> I have. Very nice. Thanks to you and your wife's recommendation. It's a... Uh, I can say that Thai massage is really interesting to do for the uh, if it's your first time, and it's really amazing how like me personally, I never really got all that sore the next day, um, mm -hmm. but you just feel so more limber, so much more limber, yes. and uh, everything gets stretched out really nicely. It's yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, what I mean, Shelly and I, I think we know a little bit more about your backstory than the average person does, but sure. what kind of drove you towards Thai massage in the first place? So that, yeah. the, and the other reason why I ask is because when you ask your marketing questions or whatever, mm -hmm. for the people watching, it's going to help them understand kind of like what your struggle might be being sure. here in Sioux Falls. Sure. Um, yeah, so I went to, to college in St. Paul College, and one of the first things that we learned through the massage program was our goal was to kind of facilitate more of that stretch. We want to lengthen and stretch out muscles that are tight and contracted. And, you know, we kind of, we learn a little bit. You dabble in massage school about different kind of modalities just to see what you want to specialize in, where you want to niche out your practice. Um, and then, so I learned about Thai massage in, in college and it was perfect. It was like, um, it just instantly clicked with me that that's kind of how I wanted to take it. Cause I was kind of like marrying that, uh, massage plus yoga and you get that good stretch that you don't otherwise get with a mm -hmm. tr traditional, you know, Swedish massage. Yeah. Can you kind of fill in everybody quick too? Like who is kind of your ideal client? Cause that's definitely different than like a normal massage sure. person. Yeah. Um, so I guess my ideal client would be, um, people, athletes or people in chronic pain generally, or both. So like for me, I came and saw you like the, a couple days before I was entering a, a powerlifting competition mm -hmm. just to really loosen and, yep. and it, 
was fantastic. Like, yeah. I, I highly recommend it. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think you have an, a very unique niche mm-hmm. um, and specialty that isn't necessarily being met anywhere yeah. else in the community. So. Sure. Um, and you, again, you and I have talked a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a lot of Thai massage places Correct. just in, in, in general in the Midwest, in the tri-state region or whatever, unless you mm-hmm. go to something like Minneapolis or maybe Correct. Omaha. Right. Well, even in Minneapolis, because um, I have um, a couple of clients who I've seen in the past who have come to me, and they are either from Minneapolis or they have connections in Minneapolis, and it's even difficult in Minneapolis to find um, time massage therapists out there. I'm not sure about Omaha, um, to be honest, but so, yeah, it's it's not a very common um, practice, especially in the Midwest, um, in smaller communities um as well it's a little more mainstream if you go to the east or the west coast yep okay why do you think that is real quick like why um well i feel like everything kind of starts at the coast and then it moves in and in general um you know so it's a very eastern modality so um you get a lot more you know immigrants over in in those areas which is great um it just takes a little bit longer for things to kind of move inward Mm -hmm. i feel like yep so what is, um, so actually probably three months ago, uh, you and I had coffee mm-hmm. at, um, cafe here in town yeah, and just kind of talked a little bit about marketing. And one of the ideas that I'd given you was to like do, uh, every Tuesday or weekly like tip video or whatever. And right. I've seen you doing that. Yeah. Like, Yay. Like, and it makes me really, <laughs> yes. really happy to see you doing that. Yeah. But like, have you seen um, really anything out of that? You know, so I've been doing videos um, just showing what Thai massage is because it's a very visual thing. My clients stay fully closed, so it's very easy to um, record on, on video. Mm-hmm. So um, I've been doing, you know, little mini videos, but what I was finding, it, it was really great for, you know, an influx of clients because they were like, oh, this looks really cool. I want to try it out. Um, it, but I wasn't doing a very good job of explaining why I do what I do and what it feels like and, like, why does somebody want this, mm-hmm. you know. So I started doing what was called, um, I'm, I dubbed it Technique Tuesday videos where I just break down one specific technique that I use and just kind of go, go through a whole video. Okay. Of it, um, you know, I I don't know if I've seen anything in particular necessarily from the video, but I think it's a really good way to give value and to educate the community about what time massage is. Gotcha. So one, let me because I obviously was not part of that conversation. Help me and everybody else frame why you suggested that to her in the first place. So. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but one of the, one of the issues that you, um, run into or were running into or are are running into right now is that people don't understand what Thai massage is. Mm -hmm. Um, what, like why it's so much different than a regular massage, um, that you can get. So my thought process was there that, um, if you break down the reason why you're doing a particular technique or when you're doing a Thai massage and explain it, that it all of a sudden people look at that and they're like oh okay well i guess i can understand like why you'd want to basically do a stretching motion versus Mm -hmm. i don't know taking your hands and warming up the muscle and just beating the crap out of it 
type of thing as far as a regular massage. Um, and so to me, it was uh, more like anytime something new comes into the area, mm-hmm. if you just educate a little bit on as to why you're doing it in the first place, it just you might not see direct business out of it in my mind, but it just, it's a lower, it starts to lower that barrier of entry for people. Like they're like, they heard about you. They're interested. They go to your Facebook page and all of a sudden they start to see all these videos on, okay, well, if you come in, this is something that we might be doing and and this is it. And they're like, Oh, okay. Well now I kind of know what I'm getting myself into type of thing. Mm -hmm. And so that was kind of the thought process behind it. Okay. Yeah. My, I think another added benefit that you get from doing that is that you are setting yourself up as the expert. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you are, there's nobody else in our area within, it sounds like even like a 200 mile radius of us mm-hmm. that is deeming themselves as the expert in Thai massage. And so sure. I think that's definitely a huge value for you mm-hmm. to be able to position yourself yeah that way definitely and i do get people you know in the community i'll i'll go shopping and i just talk to somebody about you know what i do and they're like oh yeah i've seen your videos and so it's um it's pretty cool to to just have that connection with people too in the community and as much as it's um as much as it sucks not to get a direct payoff from videos like that it does help it's just it just might take um a little while for it to actually start to kick in it's a long game yeah Um, and having that type of content in the first place for being able to like download it, repurpose it for other things in the future, never a bad thing either. Mm -hmm. Um, if to basically be able to get those reps in for being in, in front of a camera or, you know, doing whatever. And then when you go to record something, you're like really comfortable and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like those are all, those are all good things in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So marketing Monday. What's, what's kind of like, what are some issues or things that you're running through right now that you want to talk about? Yeah, so um, I've pretty much built a pretty stable um, practice for myself, you know, so I'm actually going to be teaching at uh, Stewart's College starting in January, so I'll be teaching core hey, curriculum. That's yeah. awesome. Great job. Um, yeah, so at, at the massage um, program there at Stewart's, um, I'll, be, I'll be teaching there, so that's something that I'm excited to do, but that will take my hands down hours down to three days a week. Uh, I do have a sustainable client base that will, you know, very loyal client base that'll stay with me. And then, uh, what my plan is for the next year or two is to consider hiring somebody, bringing somebody on to take the rest of the days that I'm not going to be there. Mm -hmm. Um, so Thursday through Sunday, possibly something like that, whatever, you know, they happen to want for scheduling. So uh, I guess where I'm at now is like, you know, of course I have my loyal clientele that are always going to stay with me no matter what. How do I get more people to want to go to whoever I end up hiring if I do? Things like that. Can you kind of explain to me like how it works in the massage therapist world for like what would the advantage for somebody be to come in and work for you versus them starting their own Thai massage practice? Sure. Uh, So you don't have the overhead um, and you don't have to market yourself typically. Um, There is mostly the overhead, which is a big deal. And especially for students just coming out of college, they might not necessarily have a full load of clientele. So it'd be nice to, it's always nice to get into some place and then have the business kind of coming to you. 
Mm-hmm. And where do you see this person coming from? Probably somebody fresh out of school um, would be ideal, and then I would, you know, train them in, in how to do Thai massage and kind of take them under my wing that way. Is that something that Stewart's currently teaches or like where is the where what school would they be coming out of I guess are they local or is this Minneapolis or who are we probably a a local person I'm assuming probably from either from the Stewart school or from the other massage school in town Um, I think they actually both have pretty close uh, graduation dates coming up um, in December here so Mm -hmm. and are you looking specifically for somebody who does Thai massage or are you just looking for a general massage therapist to come onto your team you know and that's a good question too because um, while I would like to have somebody who does specialize and have specific Thai massage um, or somebody that I can train who has a desire to learn Thai massage or an interest in it um, or somebody who does just massage in general I'm kind of torn on on what what to do in that respect Um, because of course I want my employee or whoever I hire I want them to be happy um, with what they're doing I want them to enjoy what they do as much as I do so um, I want to encourage them to kind of special have their own specialty too Um, so whether it's if they're really excited about time massage or they're really excited about some other form of massage therapy so Hmm. It's kind of an interesting one to me, honestly, mm-hmm. like figuring out if the, as far as marketing to get new clients, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's a very specific, uh, thing that that person is going to be mark. You're going to be marketing that person for. So do you envision marketing your business more like, Hey, come to unwind body work or come to Susie Smith at who happens to be employed at unwind bird you know what i mean that's two sure. completely different marketing mm-hmm. um directions that you can go there yeah and yeah i mean i think if it's come to Susie smith it's going to be really difficult for you to try to market somebody else you mm-hmm. know what i mean like yeah. it's really hard for me to sell somebody on the advantages of adam i mean <laughs> no it's not <laughs> i knew that was coming <laughs> But if you're, you know, if you're in a salesperson team, it's much mm-hmm. easier to like sell yourself, right? Yes, yeah. And your advantages because you don't want to overpromise what somebody else is doing. You don't mm-hmm. want to over, um, you you don't want to misspeak for somebody else, and you kind of want to let them mm-hmm. do their work for them. Yeah. And you still have to fill your own client slots, right? So yeah. like, you have to walk this fine line of. Am I scheduling this appointment with Susie or am I scheduling this new client with me? And some of it's going to be just availability of who can work when. Right. But then there's always going to be those others of like, what is, what are they doing to market their own business? Mm -hmm. Because I imagine this isn't a long-term thing. And I guess that's another question that you probably have to answer. But like, is this a long-term thing where you see somebody being in a partnership per Mm -hmm. se with you for a decade or is this something where you kind of bring them under your wing, mentor them for a year or two, and then they go out and start their own business, and then you have a revolving door kind of thing where you mentor somebody for two years, and then yeah. they go out and do their own thing? Because that's two completely different ways that you're marketing mm-hmm. it then at that point. Yeah, and that that's what I see a lot of in the massage industry is there's that turnover, right? So they'll work someplace for about a year or two, and then they eventually start their own practice. Um, it's... It just is what it is, you know, when Mm -hmm. it comes down to it. The people that are good, they eventually end up wanting to 
um, to go do their own thing, which is fair. Mm-hmm. So, is that how you envision this? Like, is that how you would like that to happen for you, or do you want to have somebody that stays on for the long haul? I would like to have somebody stay on for the long haul, but um, you know, it's just being realistic about it. Is is well, you can't guarantee that for mm-hmm. sure with anybody. So sure, yeah, it's a tricky, tricky question. I guess. To so answer. let's uh, let's go let's go over the year of twenty twenty. You're going to be doing. Um, stewards mm-hmm. and you're going to be doing your work um three days a week your uh hands on yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um so 2020 you're fine no employee correct okay yeah. so what do you envision is going to happen in 21 or 22 that you want I would, I would like to see more growth um so 2021 2022 um, those years I want to, you know, to get to a point where, you know, I might have three to five therapists working for Unwind, um, and have a thriving practice that way. Okay. So what, um, and do you want it to be specifically Thai or mix? See, and that's a good question, um, that I haven't quite worked out yet. So it's just a matter of, I guess where I'm. Where I hesitate with that is that I want I don't want my employees to think that they have to do something if they're not passionate about it. I yeah. want my employees to be passionate about it. I want them to be excited about what they're doing. And there are so many different modalities um, in massage therapy. You know, you can do ashiatsu, you can do NRT, um, myofascial release, craniosacral. There's so many. There's a huge list of things that you can specialize in. Um, so I don't, I don't know if I want to put my employees in a box and say you have to do this or else um, because it, that's just not the kind of person that I am. I just want everybody to thrive and succeed, and I want everybody to be happy and mm-hmm. um, enjoy what they do. So I'm a little torn because I know what I do right now. I market Thai massage. I do Thai massage. So I, I know that avenue very well, and that's kind of what people um, – recognize when they see online body work is that oh it's time massage so So, two sides of a coin i guess i'm gonna jump in and uh, jessica you know uh her comment to you during this is i would market as unwind and treat it like any other massage place in that multiple massage therapists are available but i think you need to keep it primarily time massage otherwise i feel like you'd lose your niche which i think is really where Adam and I are going with this. Like, I think that you have to be very, very clear on your vision, mission, values Mm -hmm. for unwind body work. Sure. Because if you're bringing people in as an employee of you, like, Mm -hmm. you don't want to hire them just because they can do massage. Yeah. You want to hire them because they're going to be a good representative of unwind body work. If you're going to be marketing unwind body work Mm -hmm. and scheduling into specific people, Mm -hmm. you're not marketing Susie Smith. You're marketing unwind body work. Sure. And anybody who walks through those doors is getting yeah. a representation of that business. Yeah. And they're not calling to, eventually, they mm-hmm. will be calling to set up an appointment with Unwind Body Work, not specifically sure. with you or specifically with Susie or yeah. with John. That makes sense. So yeah. it's probably a longer process mm-hmm. to get there to find 
not only somebody who is really good and talented at Thai massage, but who's also a good fit for your business mm-hmm. and your mission, vision, values. Sure. Which is the same as it is in any other, whether it's retail or restaurant or anything else. Like that's true. It's sometimes hard to find an employee first. And then you get so excited that you found an employee. You're like, yes, there's finally somebody going <laughs> in. But you're like, crap, they're really not that good of an employee. No, like they're sure. not really a good fit. Like sure. their strings don't fit what we need to, to find there. Could they do the task? Absolutely. But you're not looking to hire somebody. The worst thing that a business can do, in my opinion, mm-hmm. is to try to hire to fill a task. They need to hire to to a person's strengths. So similar to what you're talking about, mm-hmm. like that you want to make sure that they're happy and that they're fulfilled and everything. Mm-hmm. And that's stuff that you have to know up front rather than trying to change your business to meet their needs later. True. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So like taking more time on the front end mm-hmm. and setting yourself up to know exactly what that looks like and being okay with saying you're a fantastic massage therapist, you're a fantastic Thai massage therapist, but mm-hmm. it's just not a good fit for who we are and what we stand for yeah. and blah, blah, blah. That makes sense. So, I mean, I think that from a marketing Monday standpoint, in yeah. my opinion, like there's a whole, how do you market to find that person? Like, how do you market to hire that person? Yeah. I think is kind of where your question is leading into in my mind anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And you know, that, that really clears that up too, because I'm, I'm, I was struggling right with, um, well, do I hire somebody that's just good and they want to, you know, do what they want to do or do I hire for, you know, stay, stay in my niche, stay in, you know, unwind body work, does time massage and that kind of thing. So, um, that does clear that up. So is there, is there a family of massage that Thai massage <clears throat> falls under? Like you might have Thai, but then you have these kind of, um, subset ones that are like Thai, but they're, but they're just different in their yeah, execution. Um, you know, like there's like Shiatsu is, um, mat based work, uh, as well slightly different. So there are different, um, modalities that are kind of within that umbrella of mat based work that are not necessarily time massage. Technically. Are any of those something that you'd be comfortable with having people come there and then have it under the name of unwanted body work? Yeah, probably. If it were similar, I think to time massage, I think that would be, uh, is there other services like uh, I'm just throwing options out there mm-hmm. because obviously I'm not super familiar with this space, but like hot stones and, um, those, uh, what's, um, someone with the pins, acupuncture, acupuncture, um, stuff like that, that, um, you're, com- you have knowledge about and you're comfortable with and would be comfortable with having like those kinds of services in house or not really kind of more, more of an add on you mean? Yeah. Or... Yeah, um, potentially. I'm just, the, the reason why I'm struggling, struggling with thinking about this is I'm just trying to think of, so in the Midwest as a whole, there's already a problem with not an understanding of Thai massage in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, so trying to get someone to come out of stewards or, you know, whoever mm-hmm. to come underneath of you for, um, Unwind body work, which is primarily Thai massage. Um, it's not that it would be, it's, it's just that it would be more difficult. Um, 
because now you have to increase basic, let's just call it basically double your production because you have yourself and then also your employee, which, you know, they, it's going to be harder to find someone who's interested in Thai and train them, but you're going Mm -hmm. to stewards to train on Thai massage, correct? Uh, just general core, uh, curriculum. So all, all kinds of massage, but I will dabble a little bit in Thai massage. My plan is to eventually uh, teach continuing education courses in time massage so people can get that certification. Okay. Man, I don't know. That's, I'm not, like, and I don't say that isn't, like, it's in, it's impossible or anything like that. Um, it's more of, like, I don't know what the best way to go about something like that would be. I, you, I don't very often see him get stumped, Beth. So like, <laughs> you came in here with a good question for him. Yeah, this is um, good. Go. He's usually not the quiet one of us. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, I don't want this to be an indication that I think it would be um, impossible, nothing, or that it's a bad idea. Sure. It's, it's because if you are only comfortable with representing Thai massage in your company then great, awesome, move forward with that. And mm-hmm. it's just going to be, you're basically just, in my opinion, probably looking at a slower increase in yep. what you want to do. Right. If at the end of the day, growth is what you cared about and you just wanted five to seven people working underneath of you and you wanted to be more hands-off and more um, working on the business, mm-hmm. in my opinion, really the best way to move forward with that, bring in traditional mas- massage mm-hmm. and then start Having having people that have an interest in Thai massage and start working on converting them over, and sure. if they're not interested in converting over, okay, yeah. fine. You know, we 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 still have people coming in for traditional massage. Mm-hmm. The only advantage to that is you really lower the barrier to entry by you have people come in for a traditional massage, mm-hmm. and then you can start to do things to make them more comfortable with Thai massage. Sure. However, however you would go about that. Yeah. But I understand mm-hmm. that. You know, if that is not something that you can get behind and support and willing to market it with just as much enthusiasm mm-hmm. as you do Thai, like I would, I, that would be just bad advice on my part, I think, to mm-hmm. say, you know, if that's what you want to do. And if you yeah. don't care about the massive spike in growth in, you know, let's just say two to three years or whatever, mm-hmm. then that's not the right direction to go. Sure. That's why I'm just trying to figure out like what yeah. you're kind of looking for, yeah. you know, type of thing. And that was kind of the struggle that I had. I wasn't really explaining it very well, but that was kind of in my head, kind of the, the pull between do I want to do does online body work want to do only Thai massage, or does online body work want to do traditional plus Thai? Yeah. Well, and I think you touched on a very important point to think about because you have no employees, right? Correct. So. Once you start hiring employees, you ha- are not going to be doing massage very much anymore. Like, right. I, and I think that's you touched on this as yeah. far as you being the technician per mm-hmm. se. So, like, you're completely the technician right now. But as soon as you hire an employee, mm-hmm. you have to take on a completely different role in the company. And so, I think that that plays a big part into how you're going to grow with this. Like if you want to be on that fast track growth and just do massage for everybody and blah, 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 then that means you are going to completely step back. Otherwise your first hire isn't a massage therapist. 
your first hire is a manager, an office manager, a, you know, whatever, somebody to handle the business. Okay. If you want to continue being a technician, okay. you get that person in and trained and understand on who mission, vision, values. This is how we're going to grow. This is what we need to do. Mm-hmm. Here's how long to schedule them for. Here's what you can do. Here's what you can do, blah, blah, blah. Your first hire is going to be a manager if that's your growth pattern because you okay. need to have that in place before you get anybody else to come in because otherwise mm-hmm. you're going to lose all those people really fast if you don't have your business crap together. Sure. Yeah. I mean, do you agree with sense. me from that standpoint? Yeah. Um, and something I was actually going to say and comment on is um, I think Shelly could actually probably speak to this way better than I can. Um, it, I will be very... I would love you, 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 me have a pretty good relationship to where like, if I message you, you're going to answer back type mm-hmm. of thing. And I, you know that I'm interested just in like how things are going or whatever. Yeah. I'm interested to see what's going to happen in 2020. Yeah. Um, personally, I think you're going to run into a bit of a bandwidth issue of like school is going to take up a, a big chunk of your time. It's basically mm-hmm. like working two full-time jobs mm-hmm. yeah. and I think that'll be a really good test for you to see which one you're actually more passionate about teaching people, which is not a bad thing at all, mm-hmm. or running a business. And I think what'll happen in 2020 is take that time to be really self-reflective and realize, okay, which one am I which one am I giving more of a rip about? Like which one do I want to spend more of my time doing? Mm-hmm. Um so because then if we take that in 2020 sure. and then we apply that to um 21, mm-hmm. Uh, if having employees and everything like that is again, another way that you want to move forward, then I really don't see a situation where you could do stewards and that business without having someone like what Shelly was saying, Mm -hmm. a full-time manager that then also knows the business inside and out can market it just as well as you can. I mean, that's a big, 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 hairy problem. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah and again i know you i know you hustle hard and you you it um, this is not a question of if you're lazy like because that's not (laughs) that's not what's on the table yeah but like there's only so many hours in Mm -hmm. the day and yeah true something will take your passion it's just Mm -hmm. which one which one will it be true Thoughts. Yeah, 100% agree. Stewart's, I'll be, you know, it's part-time, so it'll be two days a week. Um, I do know that. So, um, Just FYI. Yeah. Coming from somebody who started teaching in the last year. Sure. Obviously completely different. Like, you're teaching hands-on stuff. I'm teaching, I mean, it's kind of class-on, hands-on classroom. But three hours in the classroom Mm -hmm. is the equivalent of, for your first time teaching, like first semester teaching it for sure. Mm-hmm. For every one hour you actually spend in the classroom, you can you should probably plan for at least three to five hours outside of the classroom working. Okay. Like bare minimum for the first time you're ever teaching something. Mm-hmm. Second time teaching it through, probably one to three hours, somewhere okay. in there. Because you still have to write your curriculum. Mm-hmm. You still have to grade. You still have to communicate with those students. Mm-hmm. You still have to plan forward because they're going to be asking you like, hey, this is coming up. Hey, I mm-hmm. got this going on. You know, whatever. True. Like you have, and you got to communicate to like lesson plan per se. And some of that mm-hmm. might already be built from you from the past, but yeah. you might find when you get into it, like that's not really relevant anymore. And so then mm-hmm. you're going to be trying to like figure out a way to like teach them more real life applications sure. of things. Because yeah. 
like I went into one of my classes with pretty much being handed a syllabus saying this is what I've taught before, mm-hmm. which is great, but it doesn't it doesn't get me excited and fired up. And you know, thankfully, mm-hmm. I'm in where I teach. They allow me to kind of destroy the entire handbook and say no, <laughs> which is true because sure. I really I'm very if I'm going to teach something like I want you to actually learn something, and so yeah. we're going to do it in a way that's going to make sense to real life applications right now. And, and sure. from what I know of you, I think that you're going to be much the same way. So yeah. don't make sure you go in with eyes wide open that yes, you're only going to be in the, the classroom two days a week, mm-hmm. but you should budget at least another full day okay. outside of that for what stuff you're know. going to spend working yeah. on. That. Yeah. It's good to know. Yeah. Um, so then moving forward, I mean, I know we're kind of diving into like a little bit of like business advice, which I mean, Shelly and I, we enjoy that anyways. And I don't know if like, that's what you were. Yeah, no, no, this this is great. (laughs) Mark, um, marketing Monday wise, you know, going into it with employees and everything, you basically are just Mm going to turn yourself into from, uh, I would say one employee you can maybe possibly pull off, um, doing one or two, let's just say that unwind was your Mm full-time job. You didn't have stewards. Um, I would say having one employee full-time, you would probably want to knock yourself down to one less working day okay. at minimum to like handle any backend stuff, marketing and everything like that. Okay. At two employees, honestly, maybe one day a week. It, it's not, it, it's not maybe, it's not like a linear 